Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone, I am back. Welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time in your daily life. This is your host, Manny, speaking. Today, we will be reviewing Catherine Fullbody, and I'll be giving an update on why I've been absent for all this time. Let's get started. So it looks like I owe everyone a uh, huge apology. I kind of went off the grid there with uh, no real warning whatsoever. And uh, I do apologize. I was uh, going through some personal stuff. Uh, Everything's good. Everything's good. Um, I just needed my full attention on this other thing. And that passed. So that's good. Now I can focus back on you guys. Um, I have not stopped playing. Um, I've actually been playing quite extensively for the last month or so since my last uh, episode. So the last episode we did cover Detroit Become Human. This episode is Catherine Full Body, but I'll get to that in a bit. Um, as always, I do want to give a rundown of all the games I'm currently playing, um, which isn't much right now, actually. And that's because fall is here. Um, the holidays are here and all the good games are coming out. So Death Stranding by Kojiro Hidema, uh, Hideo Kojima sorry, just came out uh, last week on the 7th and uh, November 7th. And the new Pokemon game, Sword and Shield, come out next week. Uh, looking forward to that. I already reserved Pokemon Sword, so happy about that. And currently, I am playing Fortnite Chapter 2. Um, for those of you who have not known, Fortnite went off the grid recently, and they came out with a new, quote-unquote, Chapter 2. Brand new map, brand new GUI, really, the, the graphical user interface. It's so much different. And it's sort of revitalized the game. They, they actually changed a lot, and uh, it's worth looking into for those of you who stopped playing. Um, I've been playing rather extensively with a couple friends of mine online, so that's been a lot of fun. And then I'm currently playing Judgment. Uh, so Judgment is a spinoff game from the Yakuza series, and I do want to give a review on that game because it's actually pretty badass. Um, but anyways, let's get started with the review of Catherine Fullbody. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. Now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. All right, so Catherine Fullbody is actually a remaster slash extended cut version of a game called Catherine with a C that came out back in 2011 for the PlayStation 3. 
It was developed, it, well, it is developed by the Atlas uh, company. Atlas, for those of you who don't know, is actually the major publisher for the Persona series. Uh, Persona 3, 4, 5, all that good stuff. They're the main publisher. So that should give you already a sense of what, what type of game this is. So Catherine Full Body takes place in a city. You never really know what city it is. And the player assumes the control of someone called Vincent. So Vincent, I believe he's about 28 years old. Um, he's a programmer at some company and he is just living life, really. Uh, he has a girlfriend for like, I think the last five years or six years. And her name is Catherine with a K. And oh, and just so everyone's aware, this game is about infidelity and it's about cheating and it's a really interesting story. And the game itself really takes you on a journey. Um, and it's it's pretty interesting um, depending on how you play it. And I totally recommend anyone to play it. But if anyone is adverse to these um, ideals or adverse to these sort of experiences, uh, please stop listening. Uh, go ahead and just read a review. I have linked some reviews to the show notes below. Um, Polygon had a great review and so did IGN and those two are in the show notes. So moving on. So Vincent is a run-of-the-mill guy, programmer, a good girlfriend, about five years. They met in high school. They got together after high school and um, everything's good, really. Um, every night he hangs out with his friends. They go out drinking and uh, they go out drinking at this place called the Stray Sheep and everything is normal. And on the first day, so the game takes place over nine to ten days, depending on how you play. Uh, some endings end at the seventh day, other endings end at the eleventh day. Depending on how you play, you'll get a different ending. Um, there, I believe, are eleven endings in this game. So the first day starts out with Vincent in this weird tower. He is uh, having a dream, and you know he's having a dream because he's in his underwear. He's in his white under uh, his white boxers with hearts on it, and he's carrying a pillow, and he has horns for some reason. Uh, think of sheep horns. And he's climbing this tower. So the tower itself is nothing but blocks, and you, you can only climb one block at a time. You can hang on to each block by the ledge, and you just climb this tower. In fact, this is the major gameplay of the entire game. You you climb this tower every night, and that that is part of the overarching story. So this this uh, review will include spoilers, but not too many spoilers. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the what the tower is. I'm not going to tell you what the tower is all about, but it's definitely important. So in on the first night, where you, when you first start the game, you climb this tower. The narrator helps you out because there's a narrator, obviously. And uh, Vincent himself gives his own sort of um, monologue, commentary sort of thing. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's happening. And as you climb the tower, you eventually reach like a midway, a midway point, sort of not a summit, sort of like a break point. And there are sheep there. These are actually people who are also having the same dream. And they're also climbing this tower. However, you can't really see them as people. You see them as sheep. Uh, some of them have defining characteristics like wearing a hat or maybe a nice jacket. And these characteristics are mirroring what they look like in the real world. Uh, for Vincent, I'm not sure what other people see because you don't really know. You just see Vincent as a human and he is not a sheep. Everyone else is. And as you climb up the tower, um, once, you, once you reach the top of the first night, you wake up in your bed. And Vincent wakes up in his apartment. He's dripping sweat. Whatever. You don't know what's going on. And then the camera in the game pans over to a news re reporting. Apparently someone died um in their sleep they actually woke up dehydrated as if they were um as if the blood of the blood from their body was sucked out uh that is actually tied to the to the uh to the dream and climbing the tower uh more on that later 
And then Vincent just goes about his normal day. He ends up meeting his girlfriend, Catherine, for brunch. And uh, she starts talking about marriage. This freaks out Vincent. Not because he hates marriage. Um, it's actually very inconclusive on his viewpoints of marriage. But you can tell he is shocked by this. And it's probably because he's scared of it. He's scared of change. He's scared of anything changing. He's happy the way things are. Why change it? Why change a good thing? Um, in fact, he does say this to his friends later that night when he's at the uh, at the bar. And while you're at the bar, you're able to walk around. So like you don't really do much walking around anywhere else besides climbing the tower in your dreams and walking around the bar. That is it. Very simple game. And as you're walking around the bar, you can talk to all the other patrons who you might actually see in the dream world. Remember those characteristics I told you guys about? Uh, nice hat, nice jacket, etc. You might see those people in in the bar. And the thing is, no one has any recollection of the dreams, not even Vincent. When he wakes up, he's like, I had a bad dream, but he doesn't know exactly what happened. And when you're at the bar, you're talking with your friends, and it seems like the main group of friends that you hang out with all know each other from high school. And you guys are all in your late 20s, all have your jobs, and uh, you guys are just hanging out. And obviously your friends give you commentary about what's happening in Vincent's life, because Vincent tells them everything. So they give a commentary about marriage, they give a commentary of what Catherine is all about, etc. And on the first night, uh, Vincent himself is uh, left alone at the bar. His friends leave early. And then he meets this other girl. This girl, Catherine, with a C. And this girl is very different from Catherine with a K. Uh, so, for example, Catherine with a K is a very mature adult. She knows what she wants in life. She's very assertive. And Catherine with a C is a very uh, sort of bubbly type of girl. And uh, she's also dressed very provocatively. Um, if you don't believe me, Google the game. Google Catherine with a C and you'll see what I mean. Uh, just make sure you don't do it at work. Anyways, so you meet with this other girl, Catherine, who stumbles into the bar and uh, she is hitting on Vincent. Now, depending on what you do, so this is a very major point in the game, uh, major point of the game in entirely. Depending on what you do, on your, the certain actions you take, your morale, your morale, your moral values change. So there's this little meter that comes up every now and then while you're playing the game. The meter's at the bottom right corner, and on the left side, it's all red, and on the right side, it's all blue. And in the middle is just where they both meet. And on the left side, where it's all red, there's a little demon at the end of that side. It looks like a, think of like a like a cherub, like the, those, those baby angels, but just think a demon version of that. It's all the way at the left. And on the way on the right, in the blue section, there's an, a little baby angel, right? And then depending on your choices in the game, this meter that starts in the middle will go to the left or to the right. So for example, when Catherine is hitting on you and you decide to throw it back, the meter will go from the middle to the left and it'll just move a little bit, right? The, the meter is a thing that's throughout the entire game. And depending on the end state of the game, where the meter is, that, that really that really has a say in the ending you're going to get. So you decide what you want to do when you have these interactions with people. And not just Catherine. Um, even when you have like a text message from Catherine with a K or a phone call with Catherine with a K, you decide what Vincent says. And sometimes you'll be talking about, you know, the marriage stuff or, you know, uh, maybe maybe uh, Catherine with a K suspects, suspects something of Vincent, which actually happens at one point and you decide to tell the truth or not. Um, that really depends, that really affects that moral standing. And in certain cutscenes, so for example, let's say you do all the good stuff, right? You, you tell Catherine about what's going on, you tell her exactly how you feel about the marriage stuff, and 
your your meter is in the blue. So then we are watching a cutscene, which by the way, all the cutscenes are in 2D animation, sort of like an anime. Uh, all the gameplay is in 3D animation, obviously. And when you're in a cutscene and th there's something big going on, the meter actually pops up. Like you don't see the meter every now and then. You only see the meter when you make a decision. But then when you don't have to make a decision, the meter pops up to show the player what pathway the game is taking now. So if Vincent's being confronted in a cutscene by Catherine Fassi or Catherine Fouquet, depending on what's happening, um, the meter will show up. And if it's red, uh, for example, if it's red, the little demon jumps up flying and mocks the little angel, which is actually kind of cute. Or if it's blue, the vice versa happens, right? So it's really interesting. It really affects how you play the game. And it really makes you think a lot about, you know, your own relationships. So it's it's a very mature type of game. So anyways, back to night one. And I'm not going to go through every night because we're going to be here for about an hour and a half if I do that. But back to night one, you meet with Catherine with a C, very bubbly, very provocative dress type type of girl. And uh, you deny her advances. That's what I did when I first played it. And you go home. Cool. Then night two happens and you have the same dream. And this is where the gameplay uh, kind of lets you give a free roam now. So you have to climb this tower just like you did in the first night when you first started the game. And as you're climbing this tower, uh, you reach those midway points where you see every other sheep, right? Um, to get to the next level, because there's multiple levels each night, you go into a confessional. Yes, like an actual church type confessional. And someone, you never see their face at all during the game, asks you a question. And these questions uh, are very uh, enticing. They're, they're super philosophical type of questions. For example, uh, one of the ones that come to mind is, do you tell your partner everything? Are you 100% honest with them, even if it means you hurt them? And you answer yes or no. And that also affects that meter we just talked about. Uh, one of the other questions would be, would you rather know 100% of the truth and be hurt? Or would you rather know a little bit of the truth and not be hurt? So you answer these questions and then, you know, the, the person who asks you these questions would say, ah, interesting. Or they would give you some sort of commentary on how you're answering your questions. And that affects your meter. And then you go on to the next level of that night and then you climb some more. At the end of each night, except for night one, there's a boss level, right? Now, the boss level, you're just climbing a tower. It's a puzzle platformer type of game. The boss battle is usually just something chasing you, and it's something that is haunting Vincent. So, for example, the first night, um, you're being you're climbing this tower um, and you're being chased by this gigantic monster. That monster is actually Catherine Fouquet dressed in a wedding dress and she's slashing at you with a fork. And the fork is symbolic because they were just at brunch that same day and she had a fork and she was eating a little cake. So you're being chased by Catherine, you're, you're Catherine Fouquet. You're climbing up this tower as fast as you can because you'll die if, if she gets you and then it's game over. And then the next day starts and in, in the next day and this is i think how far i'll go with these uh with these spoilers and then the next day uh when when vincent wakes up again dripping cold sweat uh he wakes up in his apartment and catherine with a c is right next to him indicating that they slept together and he is freaking out um and i, I will say this no matter how much of a good person you are when you're playing this game vincent will cheat because that is one of the main points of the game uh, so you can't you can't stop that from happening, um, but you can stop him from like being a bad person, right? But then again, here's the question: if you if you cheat, are you a bad person? 
it's this whole thing, right? And I'm not going to answer these questions for you. This isn't one of those type of podcasts. If it was, I'll be doing this late at night and I'll be like smoking or something, you know, whatever. Um, but no. So the game, th that's basically the entire game. You climb the tower at night. You figure out this, the mystery as to why everyone's dying. And it's usually just guys, right? Only guys are the ones being targeted with these dreams and suffering these dreams. And as you're playing the game, you find out that only guys who have committed some sort of... Uh, treasonous or traitorous activity or betrayal like infidelity or having these dreams even though vincent didn't and he started before he cheated on on catherine Fouquet. so again you'll find you find this out as you play the, the the course of the game and the game usually lasts seven nights and on the seventh night you reach the top of the tower and in the top of the tower you are supposedly quote unquote set free and when you're set free you mean you don't have these nightmares anymore and as you get to the game, to the end of the game, and that that's when um, now I'm now I'm just sort of skipping to the end because I've already explained the how to play this. I've already explained like what's going to happen in the game. And in fact, actually, before I even continue, um, let's go back to the bar for a second. So when you're in the bar and you're playing in the bar, you talk to all your friends, you give them an update what's happening. You even tell them like, hey, I slept with that girl, right? And one thing I will say that's important is that your friends never see this girl because they left. Remember, they left early this other girl showed up and all they know about this girl is that you keep talking about her that is it and as you're at the bar you actually uh, you actually drink you have you can order wine you can order beer sake a cocktail etc and you'll you'll drink and there's a meter in the bar there's a meter on the bottom left that shows how many drinks you've had and the more drinks you have the faster you'll actually move in the tower that night however the more drinks you have the less time you can spend in the bar and you want to spend more time in the bar because the patrons of the bar are actually the ones in the dream. And you have the ability to save them just by talking to them, going through their, their life issues. Because each of these players have some sort of life issue they're going through. And by talking with them and giving them your opinion, you actually save them at the end of the game. So you want to spend more time in the bar. But as you're spending more time in the bar, you'll receive phone calls from Catherine Fouquet, and you'll have the option to just talk with her and tell her how you're feeling, because every day there's something new that happens in your relationship. And then sometimes Catherine with a C will call you, or she'll even send you a risky text message. I'm not even joking. She'll send you a text message. You'll open it in front of your friends. Uh, you'll see a glimpse of it, and it's usually something provocative. There's no nudity, but it's super, super provocative, not adult, not safe for work at all. And uh, Vincent will freak out and, and talk internally. He's like, oh my God, I, I can't see this here. I can't watch this here. And you know, you have the option to just not look at it or you can go to the restroom and look at it in there and then you can reply to Catherine with a C. So, and that all these actions affect that moral compass I was telling you earlier. And so as you're playing the game, every night is something similar to this. And every night there's a boss battle and, every, and that boss battle is, uh, reminiscent of whatever happened during that day. So for example, before I get to the endings, during the course of this game, um, I think around day three, uh, Catherine Fouquet meets up with you. You guys have dinner or brunch, I'm sorry. And she tells you she might be pregnant, which prompted the whole wedding talk. And she also wants to get married. She wants marriage, right? But now that, they're, that she believes she's pregnant, they'll have, uh, they, they kind of, uh, I'm not going to get into it, but you know, it makes sense that they would get married because they've been together for so long, but whatever. Let's move on. That night when Vincent is having the dream and he's being chased by something, he's being chased by this gigantic baby and it's hilarious because the baby's screaming, you know, daddy, why don't you love me? Come with me. Please love me. And it is, 
it is insane because the graphics in this game are very gothic. They're very dark. They're very anime sort of ish, but it's also super dark and it's, it's just hilarious. But also when you really read into it, it has a lot of uh, a lot of moral speaking to it. You know, you, I feel like a lot of people can relate to what Vincent's going through, minus the whole cheating part. Right. And uh, so it's 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 honestly it's actually really hilarious to me when i'm playing this game and seeing who's the boss battle that night right and all you're doing is climbing up a tower and so and it becomes it becomes very challenging as you go through the game to climb up this tower uh, so you got to have like this really good way of abstract thinking or just keep practicing and you'll get it it's really it's really cool it's really entertaining for me moving on to the endings though so depending on how you play the game you have several options right and uh, there, there is actually a part of the game I have not even spoken about, and that's because I kind of don't want to spoil it. But there's actually a third girl that's involved in this. Her name is Rin, which is short for guess what? Catherine. And her name's Rin. She shows up in the game and uh, she is very accepting of Vincent and they get they get along really well. And you have the option of just being with this person. Like you don't cheat with this person. You just develop a really close friendship with this person. As you're playing the game, you have the option of, at the end, to be with Rin, Catherine with a K, or Catherine with a C, or, my not my favorite, or just Vincent, just by himself. Like, maybe he just needs time to just be by himself, right? So, and each each ending has um, a good, bad, and a perfect ending, right? So, Catherine, uh, so for example, on my first playthrough, um, I did uh, all the good moral compass choices, right? Uh, my moral compass was all the way in the blue. And there was a couple questions I guess I answered differently. It really depends on, on how you play the game or how you answer the questions that you, you get in the confessional. But I got, I was able to stay with Catherine with a K and we did not get married, but we were planning a wedding. So like the last scene that you see in my playthrough is Vincent telling her the truth, telling her all the things that's been happening and even saying to her like, look, Catherine, I cheated on you. I don't remember cheating on you. I don't think I cheated, but either way, I engaged in activity that is bad and I'm sorry. And she forgives him a year later. They're planning a wedding scene, right? Um, there's other endings where you actually get married with Catherine. There's other endings where you get with Catherine with a C and you know, you're just a terrible person. And then there's endings where you get with Rin, which is very interesting, and I'm not—I'm definitely not going to get into that. And for those of you who are, who are uh, wondering, I actually did get into—I actually did get most of the endings. I got Catherine with a C's good, good and bad endings. I got Rin's good and bad, good and perfect endings, and I got Vincent's good ending. And so, and all, all of these endings, by the way, you don't have to play the game. Uh, each each time like honestly that you all you have to do is restart the game and you can skip everything if you already passed a level that night you can skip the entire night if you want to it all depends on your questions your moral compass and your actions outside of the dreams that in, that that uh, affect the ending that you get so it's really easy to get all the endings if you really wanted to it's just really tedious because uh, there are certain questions you have to say yes or no to or certain actions you have to take so um to get all of the endings if you really wanted to you have to look up a guide which is exactly what i did and there you have it that is the entire game it's a very interesting game right like not a lot of people 
would play this game. And in fact, when I played the original back in 2011, I only picked it up because it was made by Atlas because I love Persona. I love Persona 3, 4, 5. My favorite, my, my favorite game of all time is Persona 4 Golden. So I saw this game called Catherine and I saw it looked very mature and kind of funny. I was like, you know what? Let me get this game. And it's a very short game. It's a it's a game about experiences and about people. And um, it's entertaining. It really is. And it makes you think. It makes you think a lot about your own actions and just relationships in general. And I really appreciate that. Not a lot of games do that. In fact, I will go off on a tangent here. Video games are actually a form of art. And I feel like games like, you know, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, they're entertaining and they're fun. I don't know if I'd call them art, really. Maybe this is just me being snobby. But games that really make you think, that make you feel something, that make you ponder about your decisions, I feel like those are definitely a work of art, right? Persona is one of those. Persona 5. Uh, Judgment is definitely one of those. Catherine Full Body is one of those. And it's... When I play a game like this, and I don't play them often, but when I play a game like this, I, I really do appreciate the fact that these games exist. Because if they didn't... These experiences wouldn't exist, and I really appreciate that. So um, let's let's get off my soapbox here. Um, let's talk about how long to beat, because that is the whole point of this podcast. And if you haven't noticed, this game is only about seven to eleven nights long. It's going to be a pretty short game. All right. So how long to beat? Now, if you're just looking to go breeze throughout the entire game, just you know, do the puzzles, answer some questions, get an ending, and you're done. Uh, you're looking at about 11 hours and that is the average type the average completion of the game uh 11 8 to 11 hours i would say 11 just so you can include all the cutscenes because they're sometimes rather long and then let's say you wanted to do some extra stuff so you can actually do a lot of extra things in this game you there's special levels that you can play in the tower there are uh, other side quests you can undertake such as uh collecting certain items there's an arcade game in the uh in the bar that you can play and if you beat all the levels there you you get certain items as well and also depending on your actions you unlock different days so like i said the game could end for you on the seventh day it really could and that's probably where the 11 hours comes from but if you if you get past that seventh day you'll end up in the 10th or 11th day depending on what you do and that's definitely going to add some hours to that so if you do do that you're looking at about 18 hours of your time Right, which isn't bad at all. A couple hours a night, you get this done in two weeks, you're done. And then finally, if you want to get every single ending, and I mean every single one of them because I believe, I said 11, but I actually think there's more than that. Maybe 12? I'm not too sure. But every single ending with Catherine of a C, Catherine of a K, Rin, and Vincent, you're looking at about 40 hours and a half, which is a lot because it is a very simple game. In fact, if you were to do that, you would get really tired because you'd be skipping every every uh, every level, every night, every cutscene just to get to the questions you need to answer to get all those different endings. And that's still 40 hours, which is insane to me. But hey, if that's your deal and you want to see all those endings, go for it. I know if you just Google YouTube, Catherine, full body, full endings, all endings, you will get all of the endings and you can just sit there. Get, get a nice beer and just watch all the endings and see how everything turned out. I advise you though, play the game first, get your own ending and then play the game or then, then watch those videos. Um, they're definitely entertaining. I, I did see all the endings, but uh, definitely I think it's an experience worth playing and I totally recommend everyone to play it. 
All right, so talked about the story, talked about the gameplay, and I talked about how long to beat. So it's good to be back. I'm glad that I, I got back on, on this horse to, uh, to record this podcast. I have been missing it, and people have been actually telling me that, hey, what's up with the podcast? Hey, how's that podcast you've been working on? Quote, you know, like, wink, wink. So it, it means a lot to me that people have been like bugging me to get back on this. And I do enjoy doing this. Like I said, October was an interesting month for me. I was going through an interesting time. Like I said, all good things, all good things. Um, but I, yeah, I did put this on the, on the back burner. And so hopefully I can get a uh, more legitimate schedule up and running. And every two weeks you'll get a brand new episode and get to hear my awesome voice. Uh, in the meantime... Enjoy this review, and the next episode, I will be talking about Judgment, most likely. And if not Judgment, Overcook 2 or Super Mario Maker 2. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, this is Gaming After College. Keep gaming. This is your host, Manny. Manny.